Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I love that you're here. I'm happy to be here. I was in Mexico for the past three days on a brief vacation and it was so nice. I feel rejuvenated. I myself have trouble relaxing and I went on vacation with two of my friends who also have trouble relaxing and the three of us truly did nothing but swim in the pool, go to the beach, eat food, drink cocktails, relax, and it was really good for us. And as I get older, I realize the importance of relaxation. Laziness and relaxing are not the same thing. And I know rest is important. I know the importance of sleep. I know that that's very necessary to be a high-functioning person, but the older I get, the more I realize that relaxation is also a key component in being healthy and happy and balanced. So it was nice. It was nice. I have a little suntan. Happy to be back in LA. Happy to be traveling though simultaneously. This has been a really good summer for me. I went to Spain. I went to England. I've been to Mexico and I'm going to the Hamptons this weekend. I've made it clear before I'm a fan of the day trip, but God, I'm a fan of the weekend trip too. Getting in an airplane with only a carry-on and getting to your destination and not having to wait for your bag, a seemingly simple component with astronomical impact. The ease, because A, you don't need to get to the airport as early because you don't need to check a bag. B, when you do get to the airport, you don't even have to go through the trouble of that. Like, not only do you not have to use the time, you don't have to do the task. And that task is not that fun because waiting in line is just not that fun. And you don't have to lift up a bag because all of your stuff is quite light. And then when you get off the plane, not having to take that extra stuff makes a difference. It was nice. So I only brought a carry-on to Mexico, and that was so lovely. Also, the house we stayed at. I was in Sayulita, which is outside of Puerto Vallarta, and I loved it. It's incredibly walkable. We stayed in a villa, and we're in walking distance from the the downtown. But I would say the downtown, if you live in New York, is like the size of the East Village or the West Village. Like, it's a very small neighborhood. Um, LA comparative, I couldn't even think of it. Um, but just a very small neighborhood. And uh, it's so cute. Our driver was like, y'all want a Mexican Lamborghini? Like Looking at Drew, like, what's that? A golf cart. A lot of people travel via golf cart there, but we didn't even need one because it's so walkable. I had 
a chocolate-covered banana. I had multiple pina coladas. I was in the pool at least three times a day, was going to the beach every day. Really nice. If you haven't taken a vacation and you don't even have the time to take a vacation, might I recommend a weekend trip? Make it happen. During the pandemic, I got so used to not having access to travel and found peace within my home and within my loved one's homes. Now that that's mostly gone, if not entirely, did anyone else get the text? I got the text from New York City saying that COVID restrictions have all been lifted, we're good to go. I have remembered my love for exploration, which has never really gone away. I was just exploring in different ways and getting to travel has been so fun. Oh, if you listened to last week's episode, my god, I had quite the night. I had a crazy little Saturday. Sometimes alcohol will get the best of me if I'm in a celebratory mood. Classic case of birthday girl gets too drunk, but it was just best friend was in town and we had a night on the town. A margarita turns into riding on the back of a stranger's motorcycle, which turns into throwing up into a bush, which turns into thinking there's a demon inside of you the next morning and then falling down a flight of stairs. It was not my best moment. Every once in a while, you might get ahead of yourself. Sometimes we misjudge, go a little harder than we need to. The alcohol gets ahead of us. The worst scenario is when everyone is just a little tipsy, a little buzzed, and you're accidentally hammered. Thank God, thank my lucky stars that everyone woke up and was like, holy shit, what a night, you know? Everyone, all the different groups, thank God. Anyway, uh, last weekend was entirely different. The Mexico weekend was vacation, relaxing, no dangerous situation, nothing. Just reading a book. I started Big Swiss, which I was recommended by someone at my favorite bookstore. It's quick and it doesn't take a long time to get into. The last few books that I've read have all taken 50 to 150 pages to get into it. For example, Jitterbug Perfume. I've been babysitting and marinating on that book for so long. I've had it for like a month and a half now. Mm, That's a lie. Mm, No, it's not. Yeah, I've had it with me for about a month and a half and I am 100 pages in, I think. That book, there's too much groundwork involved and I just haven't been in the headspace to focus on that. Whereas Big Swiss, great. Great, quick, easy read. And then it randomly got lesbian and sexy. I had no idea where the book was going and that's where it took me. So on my flight back, I spent three hours straight reading, which you would think that that would be enough to finish the book, but either it's not or I'm a slow reader. I have, I have it with me because my current hyperfixation is a salad from Earth Cafe and... There's one in Santa Monica, so I was thinking I would go get that salad and finish this book. Yeah, I'm on page 210, and there's 323 pages. Also, the author, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. I've never read anything from her before. Jen Begin, or Jen Begin, B-E-A-G-I-N. She is gorgeous. She reminds me of someone. Her photo on the back, I can't tell if it's Jane Birkin, Patti Smith, There's someone she reminds me of. She's beautiful. And I think Greta, the main character, is based off of her, if I had to guess. So that's been fun. Also, it's in my new favorite bag. Toilet Paper Magazine and Longchamp did a collab, and I have The Black Horse on 
clouds i love it it's so perfect it would be more perfect if it had a crossbody strap but the design is flawless and i love carrying it around so i just need to give it another shout out also mason margella sent me beach walk and a candle with the same scent except for i think it's called beach vibes obsessed obsessed i've been creating a lot more branded content this week on instagram i think my last three reels are all branded i don't know why it's just been a lot of fun for me a lot of brands could have better content i really look and i've even been like this as a kid i remember telling my mom about this we'd watch a commercial and i would look at her and explain to her after the commercial how it could have been better because i've always had an eye for art but we live in capitalism so inherently i'm just seeing advertisements all the time and i am in the mood lately just to create branded content for example i did this little video for this new purse that i got from vivrel and then i took this gorgeous little well i didn't take the video because i'm in it um this little video of me at the tesla party and then i have a reel from argella it's been fun it's been fun also reels have been really fun for me lately which was something I was too stubborn to get into for a while, but now I'm actually very entertained by vertical video and I'm feeling inspired and creative by it and I want to continue posting and making. I don't know. It's just been fun, which I haven't felt that way yet before, which is great. So I'm going to keep up the reels. I didn't go on TikTok once this weekend. The thing is, I don't have a toxic relationship with Instagram, but I have a very addictive relationship with TikTok and it doesn't matter if I'm just trying to create content, I still end up scrolling on TikTok, which is not necessarily the case for Instagram. So for my own sanity, I'm going to lean on Instagram a little bit more, but I do binge TikTok. Like oftentimes when I create a video, I'll create another video the very same day. I have this a lot with posting actually, like the dopamine rush that I get from posting. It's literally from posting, not even from the comments or the likes because I get the high from posting and then if I never saw the interactions, I would still have the high. I used to feel that all the time with YouTube, that my favorite part of a YouTube video was clicking upload and it being published. And I love video, I really do, but YouTube feels distant. I feel distant from my subscribers on there. I don't know. I don't know. The podcast, obviously, my favorite. Just giving a little social media update that I wasn't necessarily intending on, but just having fun with reels, and then I figured I'd give you an update on all of them. I definitely want a secret club, for sure. I'm entertaining the concept of Patreon, really, because there are certain things that I would love to give my advice on. There are certain life stories that are so important to me, but I do not feel comfortable broadcasting them to the public. And Patreon is a way that I could broadcast it to those that I want to hear it. I want to reach a quality of ears and a quality of eyes instead of a quantity, which when looking for growth, fantastic. Posting in public is great, but I love the fact that Patreon is a secret. Like you need to, <laughs> that's probably not the right word. Patreon isn't a secret. It's exclusive is what is the appeal for me. The privacy is really appealing for me because I used to have this second channel. The skeleton crew will know. I had a second YouTube channel called Ahoy, I'm Lexi. And there I would post MacBook photo booth videos that were a stream of consciousness, honestly quite similar to the podcast. I would say 
that that is where initially I got my practice to do this. That being said, they were incredibly personal and they were also slightly controversial and that I'm willing to subject myself to in the privacy of a group. In the sense, when you're telling your mom a story, you kind of cater it to her. If you're telling your friend that same story, you're going to cater it to them. Certain details are elevated or highlighted and certain details are dimmed depending on your audience. When you're posting in public, when you're uploading something to TikTok, it's not a curated audience. You could argue that it is because it's a curated algorithm, but there's no way to cater yourself to that many people. But if there's an exclusive space, I would be able to trust all of you because you know and love me enough to be a part of that. And I'm not subjecting myself to random people that actually have no interest in me. There's just an appeal to it, very much an appeal that I'm incredibly interested in because one of my favorite aspects of the podcast is when I feel that I actually get to pull a really personal story and illuminate it somehow. To this day, my favorite episode that I've ever done, an episode that I'm most proud of, is dealing with death and and having such an impulsive, honest recording of me trying to sort through the thoughts the day after my mom passed away unexpectedly. And I've never gone back and listened to it, but I am so glad to know that it's there. And not to say that these things that I want to share are as intense as that, but for example, on the lighter side, if I want to do a little boy talk, I don't like talking about my relationship status on here. I don't like discussing that because I'm not committed to anything at the moment and I don't want anyone that I'm talking to to have access to that. Whereas on a Patreon, I could give a little details because they're not subscribing and I could be more intimate with that or tell some of my more sexual stories. That's also an interest to me because not that I'm afraid of anything, but I have comfort in the privacy. I also have a hunch that I would feel more free to post more frequently. There's almost a standard I hold to what I post on YouTube, for instance, which I could see myself if I had a Patreon. You can tell that I've really been thinking about this. Um, I'd want to do a book club on it. When I'm hosting a meetup, I would maybe consider just showing the meetup to these people and like having specific events for us. I could see myself if I went shopping to film a little haul for you because for some reason that casual nature of YouTube has exited and a five-minute video feels quite stupid to post on YouTube. I feel like I need to offer a little something, something I'm really thinking about for the future. I love all the options. There are really so many options to share online. There are so many options to exist online and I have a really healthy really I have I feel quite healthy right now I feel mentally emotionally physically digitally healthy I don't feel too overly attached to anything in particular right now I feel quite curious I feel energized the only thing maybe I have a little attachment to is this random salad from earth cafe shout out to the caravan kale salad and I'll probably get a blended boba TMI boba used to hurt my stomach and it doesn't right now so I'm riding the wave because I think it tastes so good Actually, I don't know if it tastes good, but it tastes fun. You know what I mean? Boba's not like 
tasty, but it's fun. <laughs> and on that note, let's get into your questions. My Instagram handle is Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, just like the name of this podcast. And I always ask for your questions each week, and we spend the second half of the episode getting into them. So if that's of your interest, stick around. But first, a word from today's sponsors. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is 
such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. Kenzie wants to know my go-to home lunches. Every day, I have ordered this damn salad from Earth, and I could make it at home. So I'll give you the recipe, and you could 100% make this. The base is dinosaur kale, chopped up, and there's pita chips, cucumbers, heirloom tomatoes, sweet potato, mint, and a little shaved ricotta, and then it's in a pomegranate vinaigrette. You could do a raspberry vinaigrette, any sort of berry vinaigrette, and I think it'd be very similar. Just chop up the kale, chop up a little mint, chop up the cucumbers and the tomatoes, and then bake a sweet potato and dice it. It's a really easy salad. My body loves it. I feel energized, balanced afterward. I feel great, and I have it every day. Madeline wants to know, who is my celebrity role model? Okay, role model is different than favorite. Because one of my favorites, I'm like, oh, Larry David, but like, I wouldn't consider that man a role model to me. Uh, Oprah, Obama, Dolly Parton, Rosalia. I've heard from multiple sources that she is one of the hardest workers in the industry. She wants to have a hit single, number one in America. And apparently, I've never seen her perform live, but those that I know that saw her at Coachella said that her dance moves are airtight, like she hits every note. And you can tell that this matters to her. And I find that incredibly admirable. Jenna Ambro asked, do you have any tips for decorating your first home or apartment? If you're renting and this is temporary living, it's just your first time living on your own, I would not invest in furniture pieces right now. I would shop on stoops if you live in New York or in a city that leaves things out on the street. I would go on Facebook Marketplace, I would go to Ikea, I would go on Wayfair, you know, I would get things that are budget-friendly. If I was owning, I would decorate slowly. I would be looking on First Dibs, I would be looking on Cherish, I'd be looking on Essence, I'd be, well, I think Essence Sale might be going on, so you could find some good home decor and pieces on there. Oftentimes, I'll get people home pieces from Essence as gifts. If I was owning or renting, depending. I also love getting art pieces. I love buying art. It's one of my favorite things to buy. I have a piece from one of my favorite photographers and friends. It was a gift though, hanging in my apartment. And then I bought a piece last summer that's a little sculpture I have hanging. I also had a subscriber give me, I guess I've been gifted a lot of art actually if I think about it, this giant painting over my bed that I love. As I said, the advice is different depending on if you're renting or owning. Owning, take your time. Renting, budget, get some stuff in there, like just get it livable quickly like you want it to feel like a home. And there are so many secondhand 
and really affordable things to find because so many people are sick of what they own and they're in the process of moving and they don't even care about money at this point. They just need to get rid of it. So I would spend time hunting and scouring. Also, if you're in New York, go to Dobbin Street Co-op. Also, Home Union's gorgeous, but it's a little pricier. There's also American Vintage in New York. I don't know the places as much in LA. If you're looking to spend money, Pop-Up Home is great in LA. Yeah, congratulations on moving into your first home and apartment. Kelsey is wanting to know what are things or healthy habits that you want to invite more of into your life currently. I've recently re-invited vegetables back into my life in such a quantity. I always had like a couple vegetables a day or like most days a week, but I'm having vegetables every day throughout the day and that's been an incredible habit. And also the more vegetables I eat, the more vegetables I want. When we were in Mexico, we always got a side of vegetables with every meal. So now, as soon as I got back, I purchased a zucchini and some broccolini and some small tomatoes, a sweet potato. Uh, Also, kebabs are great over the summer. Just getting, like, some chicken and putting them on a skewer with, I don't know, a couple bell peppers, some onions, or a, a shallot. Other healthy habits. I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to wake up at a certain time, but I have have let that go, and that's been really healthy for me to not have so much judgment around my sleeping habits and to let myself stay up late and wake up a little later like that works for me I don't need to be a 10 p.m to 7 a.m I'm more of a I'm more of a 1 to 10 girl to be honest and if that shifts naturally great if that's not great for my body so be it I'm at peace with it because I definitely fought it for a while Google Calendar has been a new one that I've really, really invited. I've been spoiled and I have a management team and on my team I have someone that I work with day to day and the day to day person normally works on my Google Calendar but the team has recently switched over to an outside platform so I've been working on Google Calendar myself and now I even add social events on my Google Calendar, which has been fantastic. So on Wednesday, for instance, I have that Claudia and I are going rock climbing. So if someone asks me what I'm up to Wednesday, I can just see, okay, well, in the morning I'm going rock climbing with Claudia because I would double book myself constantly. I have my therapy in there. I have my podcast studio time. I have dentist appointments. I have trips. Normally it used to just be meetings, but now I have the bulk of my life, which has made it a better experience. Especially if someone's like, hey, I want to go away for my birthday weekend, keep it open. Then I just have that booked in the calendar. So if something were to come up, I would remember that it's there. Which has been so, so, so helpful. Also, what made it more interesting to me is I've swapped the colors. So I have a light purple, almost like a lavender. And then I have a periwinkle, sort of a lime green, a magenta, I'd say. So my calendar looks quite pretty. As I said, I feel quite healthy right now. I don't feel too attached to anything, but I feel very interested and curious and energized. Megan wants to know, should we all be a little more delusional? Oh, what a fun trend that was. I've always been a little delusional, for sure. (laughs) Okay, love this question. Fo Ropez asked, what would corporate Lexi do to live a more Lexi-like lifestyle? I work an eight to six. Oh, happy to help. What I would do... I wouldn't do much before eight, to be honest. As I said, sleep is a little shifted for me. I'm more of a night owl, but I would not go straight home after work. I would go to a social plan after work 
because I know that that would re-energize me and help me sleep at night. For example, all I think in the last episode, I went through every activity I did each evening in the week, and it was like Monday, I went bowling. Tuesday, I went to a brand event that was gorgeous, and then I switched gears and went to karaoke and then bowling again. Wednesday, I went rock climbing. Thursday, it was one of my best friend's birthdays. Friday, Friday, I just took the day off. (laughs) A lot of these activities, like bowling, I don't know, I'm only there for like an hour and a half. And if you're working a nine to six, especially when the sun is still out, get out, go bowling for an hour and a half. You get home at what, eight? You still have so much time. Another thing I would do to live a more Lexi-like lifestyle is put some efforts into my outfit. I know if if there was a corporate Lexi, She would be wearing bitchy outfits to work. Absolutely. No laziness. I would be picking out my outfit the night before because that's what I did in school. That I did for years and years. And that was actually something I really didn't like about working remote. I like being perceived. I like being seen. I like attention to a degree. I almost liked that I cared what people think because it motivated me to try. Whereas if it's just me, I don't feel as inclined to put in effort because I am who I am and I love myself just the way I am. But putting in effort makes me feel good about myself, so I would definitely do that. And I know I'd have a little hobby, a little weekend or a little evening hobby because every time I've been doing something during the day, like whether I was interning or when I was in school, it made me so much more excited about YouTube because I was doing all these things and it was like, oh my God, I can't wait to go home and like film this and edit this. It, it was so fun for me. And those are the things that I'm thinking of at the moment. Maya is asking for any advice on how to manage PCOS. A little boring for a second if you don't have PCOS, but I just want to give an explanation. PCOS stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. Poly meaning many, cysts in your ovaries. So many cysts in your ovaries. I was diagnosed in 2018. There are no cysts in my ovaries. It's an umbrella term. And as of recently, I have questioned whether maybe I even have PCOS because it seems like a lot of doctors are just throwing that diagnosis out there and I want to get re-diagnosed or checked to just make sure that that is something that I do have. Also, I found out that one of the medications, my birth control that I'm taking, interacts with my PCOS medication. So it's making my PCOS medication not as effective as it could be. So little things like that, you know, seeing what is going on with your ovaries. Do you have cysts? What can you do with those? Are you going to get on medication? If you are going to get on medication, what other medications are you on? Are they going to interact? You can find that out, I think, on drugs.org or drugs.com, but also talk to your doctor. Interesting question. Gio wants to know, do I think love is unconditional? When I have a child, my love will absolutely be unconditional. Pets, my love for them, unconditional. Like, Bentley could do anything in the world would not matter. I I love her unconditionally. However, (laughs) I think that when it comes to relationships, whether they're romantic or platonic, choosing to have someone in your life, whether or not you love them, is absolutely conditional. I can love someone and not need them in my life anymore. My love for someone may not be conditional, But my choice to continue loving them actively in close proximity is absolutely conditional. All right, this question is from Anonymous. How to know if you are just temporarily annoyed or if there is a bigger issue? This is where you got to start keeping data points. Are you consistently being annoyed? Are you consistently being annoyed about the same things? 
then there's a bigger issue. Or are you just in an irritable mood? Maybe you're just feeling bitchy and it doesn't run that deep. I think you need to see how often this specific topic is causing irritation to answer that question for yourself. Alyssa asks, what are you jealous of? I'm jealous of the influencers with fabulous brand deals and fat checks. <laughs> it's all about the money, let me tell you. Did anyone listen to two episodes ago? I believe the episode's called literally exactly opposite of that. Not everything needs to be about money. And in that episode, I was highlighting my thoughts around how frustrating it is to be someone who's not personally money motivated in a society that runs on money motivation. However, I have found since that episode that there are so many ways that I can use my skill sets to make money in ways that don't feel exploitive to me. And that has really sparked a new interest in me. For example, this whole branded content concept, which it's so funny how something that you're doing, you can just have a whole new perspective on it. Um, Even if the thoughts are the same, even if the verbiage is the same, the meaning means something different to you. Like, you know, when you have a personal experience and then there's a cliche to explain that feeling, you suddenly understand that cliche on such a deeper level. For me, I was experiencing that with creating sponsored content. For such a moment there, I was like, oh yeah, like I create sponsored content to afford me to make the content that I want. And now I'm like, no, I make sponsored content because I can make good content and I can make good content for this brand. Like if there's gonna be ads anyway, let's make them good looking. I also like jealousy because I don't feel it often. This has actually been an issue in relationships in the past that I don't feel that same jealousy urge, which in someone less evolved in that, it can seem like, oh, you don't really care. Like, if I can't make you jealous, you don't really care about me deeply when that's not it at all. However, to me, when I do feel jealousy, that means that's a signal. As a joke, Emily has befriended someone new and she's been hanging out with this new friend a lot. And Drew and I just kind of jokingly were like, oh yeah, we're so jealous of her. I think it started to turn into real jealousy for me. I was like, oh my God, Emily has a new friend. Like, I have to share my time with this new girl. Who even is she? She's a great girl this new friend but it it was like an indicator oh my god I love Emily so much similarly when I see one of my mutuals on Instagram with like a fabulous brand with a fabulous piece of content and I'm jealous of it it's like oh because I want to do that like jealousy can be such a signal and that is helpful in this life especially when so many of us are sitting around and we're like what do we want what do I want to do what are you jealous of because that's clearly something you care about Manatee Headquarters wants to know, what's your favorite summer scent, perfume or candle? Well, I just got Beach Walk and Beach Vibes from Margella, but I was already wearing Under the Lemon Trees. I love something fresh for summer, but vanilla at night? Oof. Ooh. Carlotta wants to know, I love that Carlotta's always asking questions in the episodes. Europe Travel Essentials, about to go away for a month with a carry-on. One thing I learned while I was there, I've always been a roller when putting clothes into my suitcase flat lay just lay everything flat it's gonna seem like you can't fit as much in you can fit way more in wow flat laying a pair of jeans instead of rolling them saves so much room and my friend taught me this and funny enough she learned it from our other friend who is a maximalist with divorced parents and she's like I was constantly needing all my outfits and I was swapping houses every weekend 
and this is the way that you can fit the most in your suitcase. I swear by it, and now I swear by it as well. Another European essential is go to your pharmacy and get echinacea. It's going to be in the vitamin section. I took that every evening. I never got sick while I was traveling, and oftentimes when you're in a different time zone, when your sleep is disrupted, maybe your eating is disrupted, you're doing drugs or partying or, you know, your your schedule is a little off kilter. That was a way that I felt like I was keeping my immune system in check. Sunscreen. Absolutely. I've run through sunscreen. Another essential, I recently purchased an adapter on Amazon that has multiple plugs and multiple ports in it. So I plug it into the wall and then I'm able to charge multiple devices. So there's multiple regular USA ports and then there's also lightning ports and USB ports and that was really, really nice to have so I could charge my AirPod Maxes and my laptop and my camera and my phone all at the same time. Another essential for me were little hair elastics. I found myself wearing French braids almost every day because I've, I didn't bring any heat products with me, no curling irons, no straighteners, because I've heard that the voltage is different in Europe and it's already so hot that I don't need to add more heat to my hair. Braids were a great hairstyle to not only have a hairstyle, but also keep my hair from sticking to the back of my neck. Also a claw clip, that was another essential for me. And then a purse that's crossbody was nice to have arms free when you're just walking all day. Definitely have comfortable walking shoes. And if you can limit your shoes to one sandal, one going out shoe, and one walking shoe, I brought kitten heels, sandals, loafers, and really light walking sneakers. But I think I probably could have combined and just brought the loafers or just brought the sneaker. It depends on if you're doing anything athletic. But it was kind of nice to have both. Shoes just are often what takes up the bulk of the space, especially if you're in just to carry on. Another essential I learned is that I have too big of a laptop. I do not have a traveling laptop. The laptop that I use is 16 inches and incredibly heavy. And I immediately went to the Apple store and I'm trading in this laptop for a new one once it arrives. That's now an essential because I can't be lugging that around all the time. I need something more portable. Okay, I've gotten a couple questions on PCOS, and to me, this is such a boring topic, uh, but so many of us have PCOS, which makes me question, do we even have PCOS? It's such an umbrella term. So PCOS, for those that don't know, stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome, poly meaning many, so you have many cysts in your ovaries. I was diagnosed with this. I don't have a single cyst in my ovary, but I still am considered someone with PCOS, So things and advice that I've learned along the way, one, I got on medication for PCOS and I recently found out that my birth control interacts with it and makes the PCOS medication less effective. I also know that it impacts my glucose levels and my insulin and my pancreas. So I have learned, I don't know if it's true, I've just heard this, that it's best to eat your protein and your vegetables before you eat your carbs. So if you want to have dessert or something, great, but have like 10 almonds before you have it. If you want to have sugar or caffeine or something in the morning, great. Just have like a scoop of peanut butter or eggs or something before you have whatever it is just to help your body not have such a glucose spike. But as I said, this is boring to me. Like medical information, hormone information, 
I need to know it, but I don't care to share it. There are people that are far more educated than I am. I do follow Dr. Jolene Brighton on Instagram, D-R-J-O-L-E-N-E, Brighton, B-R-I-G-H-T-E-N. She's board certified in naturopathic endocrinology, and she also has an email list that I'm subscribed to and gives so much information. She's really chock full of information, and if you suffer from PCOS or recently got a diagnosis and are curious about it, by all means, go look at her. She'll have a ton of information. Daisy wants to know if I've seen Barbie yet. I haven't, but I'm seeing it tonight. Kamari asks, what's one of your biggest fears? I feel like this is a little childish of me to say, but I still am kind of afraid of lightning. I think it's beautiful. I like to watch it from a distance. But for example, on our last night in Mexico, there was a storm going on and there was heavy thunder and a lot of lightning alternating quite quickly, meaning it's very close. And I can't lie, I couldn't really sleep. It scared me a lot. Oh, this is funny. Maya asked, silliest decision to funniest story pipeline. Let's see, what have I done recently? Oh my God, you know what I'll tell you about? Last week, as I mentioned, I want to get a new laptop. I want to trade in my current laptop for a smaller one. I want it to be small and mighty and portable. So I go into the Apple store to pick it up. It's the wrong one. They have to reorder it. So I'm at the Americana in Glendale, which is this outdoor shopping center. If you've been to the Grove, it's the same architect, same designer. And I'm feeling a little defeated because I'm thinking that I'm getting a new laptop and it just has been pushed off and this one was already back ordered. blah, 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 tech problems. Who cares? So I'm walking around the Americana because I'm thinking, okay, well, while I'm here, maybe I'll get some lunch. Maybe I'll get a little beverage. Maybe I'll go to Barnes & Noble, get a book. Who knows? So as I'm walking around, I pass Anthropology. I pass the Tesla store. I pass Brandy Melville. Then I get to the movie theater and someone is walking out as I'm passing by. And I feel the air conditioning hit my body. And it was 93 degrees outside in California. I had sweat stains on my shirt, and this air conditioning genuinely pulled me in. I had to follow the urge. I walk into the movie theater. It's 2.08 at this point. I'm like, what movie is on right now? Should I see a movie? Let's see a movie. There's one movie that's playing at 2.15. Great. So I buy a ticket. I know nothing about this movie. I think it's a war movie. I don't care. I'm not there for the movie. I'm there for the air conditioning. <laughs> It's 2.08 on a weekday, okay? There's n I have no business being here. And then I buy a little pack of snacks I have. I got the kids one where you can get like the gummies and the drink and the popcorn. I take it to the theater. There's no one in this theater. I have the theater to myself. I sit through munching on popcorn, watching a lot of intense previews for a lot of war movies. I'm like, why did I pick this one? No, it starts. It's not a war movie. It's a documentary about black Canadian hockey players. <laughs> I was like, what the hell am I doing right now? This is just as random as a war movie. Um, like, it wasn't as if I was seeing Barbie. It wasn't as if I was seeing something that I had my eyes on. I was only there because of the air conditioning. And I sat about 30 minutes through. I'm sure it's a great movie documentary. It's called Black Ice. I had to leave 30 minutes in because I was like, you're being so stupid. Thankfully, I didn't spend very much money because it was a matinee. So in total, I think I spent like maybe $18 on everything. It was really great. I left. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you really go where the wind blows you, huh? Like you, 
you felt air conditioning and fully sat down in a theater alone for at that point because I spent maybe 30 minutes of the documentary there was at least 20-25 minutes of previews because I got there before the previews even began yeah (laughs) I don't know if that's the silliest decision to funniest story pipeline but that was something that certainly happened last Thursday Taylor asked should I dye my hair pink I wouldn't you can do whatever you want but I wouldn't Taylor also wants to know favorite songs to listen to while running hot take I don't like super intense upbeat songs to run to my favorite thing to do is run to an album you know what album is great I listened to it on the way here uh, Dominic Fike's new album, Sunburn. It's really easy listening. I haven't actually run to it yet, but I could so see it being a great running album because it's a good steady beat. And one thing about running for me is I'm there for distance, not time. I want to be able to run far. And this album is 39 minutes. Could listen to it twice. That'd be a great long run. So I hope you guys are having a fantastic summer. I'm going to leave you here. Uh, I have more episodes if you want to listen to them. If you want to chat, chat with me over Instagram DMs, YouTube comments. Actually, because I'm not posting super regularly on YouTube, I would actually say that if you want to get in contact with me, if you want to let me know something, a YouTube comment because the notifications come through my phone and I'm not posting. So if I do get a notification from any video, it doesn't need to be a recent one. (laughs) That's how I... Uh, I answered them pretty quickly. Uh, So as a new option, because sometimes I will say, like I do get a little overwhelmed with the Instagram messages. I'll see them, but sometimes not always reply. I can be a little bit of a flaky bitch on there. And I try not to be, but that's sort of where I am at the moment. Because as I said, I feel a little unattached to it right now. Uh, Not checking it super regularly, but I am posting on it. Whatever. That's a whole insight, but you want to get in contact with me, I'd love to chat. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, some of the things that I was mentioning about my own personal social media, if that'd be of your interest. And if not, I will talk to you guys here next week. Thanks for listening. XOXO. Lexi. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.